welcome to Over the Edge Podcast with Paige Ray. I am Paige. And this is a weekly chat about pushing creative boundaries, making big moves without knowing all of the answers, and jumping off a cliff to our dreams while figuring out how to build a plane on the way down. So find your favorite chair, grab your coffee, and get ready to live the dream without losing your mind. Let's go over the edge together, friends. Can I tell you all how many times I have already failed this week? At least twice, which it's a Wednesday, so that's not terrible. And actually, I would like to fail a whole lot this year because that means I'm trying things that are bigger than myself, bigger than my normal. So I don't think it's terrible that I have failed twice this week. I am trying a bigger thing than I usually do. I'm trying to set up a YouTube podcast recording area of my home. I won't call it a studio because I don't have proper sound insulation on the walls and I can't keep the outside noise outside. So I I don't really think I could call it a studio, but I think I could call it an area where I record the things. And twice this week, both on Monday and on Tuesday, I spent so much time recording a YouTube episode with the intention of also making a podcast episode out of it. And then I get into editing And I realize that it is a podcast mess. It's YouTube great. It looks great. It sounds good for YouTube. When I listen to it as a podcast, it's not there. I haven't figured out the dual scripting. That's my that's my point of failure. But I'll get there. I I did better on Tuesday than I did on Monday. So we're getting closer, but it is in the scripting. And I'm not major on specific scripting. I never like the way I sound with specific scripting. I sound too rehearsed. I don't like that. You could probably figure it out that I'm a big off-the-cuff kind of person, but that's okay. Uh, I, so what I'm, what I'm saying is my, my failure point is that I'm not scripting specific enough, which is something I tend to resist, but hey, hey, we're going to get there. I am going to be more specific than I usually am, and I'm going to find a way to record both a YouTube video and a podcast episode at the same time so that what I'm putting on YouTube makes it here because there's some good stuff over there. What I'm doing on YouTube is I'm teaching people how to be awesome on camera, which is what I'm doing when I'm working with people in photo or video projects or even on their website. I'm helping coach you through the photo process, and we can do it all at once too. Anyway, That's also what I want to do here is help you as a creative show up, be awesome, get eyes on the thing that you're making without feeling like you're losing your mind because we're all over the edge as it is. (laughs) And if we do it together, it's a little bit easier. So that said, go check out my YouTube, Pedro Creative. Maybe follow along. I have like 19 subscribers. I would love a few more. That would not be terrible. What I'm doing over there is taking you on a tour through this recording area that I have set up for myself. And so today, because I have failed twice this week already, I am going to do a special podcast episode. I want to tell you about one of the best words in in all of everywhere, anything, any language ever. I'm just, I'm giving it a second. I wish I had a drum roll. What's that word? What's the best word that's ever been invented? If you had to guess, no. The best word that's ever been invented is no. And we've already talked about boundaries on this podcast, so I'm not talking about setting boundaries. I'm talking about 
the three best ways that you can use the word no. And along with that, the three best pieces of advice that has ever been attached to the word no. I want to do a little inspiration episode for you today. And I know you're thinking like, how are you going to inspire me with the word no? Don't you want to inspire me with the word yes? No. I want to inspire you with the word no, because I always want to keep you on your toes. That's my goal. Stand out. Do something different. Keep you on your toes. Keep you thinking. Keep you laughing. Keep you inspired. You can watch me fail if it means that you're going to do something fun and better the next day because you learned from my mistakes. With that, learn from my mistake. Script better if you're going to start a YouTube. Separately, let's talk about the word no. Number one, the, the number one lesson piece of advice that I love with the word no is no is a full sentence. No is a full sentence. No is a full fucking sentence. You have got to stop explaining yourself. It's okay to inform people. It's okay to talk things through. We don't ever have to be rude. But no is a full sentence, my friends. I love this so much because especially if you run a business, you know people will approach you with a lot of reasons that you shouldn't say no to them, with a lot of things that they're going to ask for and they want you to say yes and they're going to keep going until you say yes. And something that I noticed over the years is that oftentimes uh, if some if people don't like my prices, if they're not into it, if they don't think that, that my services should be that, you know, you're too expensive or are you sure you want to charge that much? Yes, I'm sure I want to charge that much. People will say, why are you so expensive? This doesn't happen as much as it used to, but this is a really good example of what I'm talking about. Over the years, this has happened. It's been a while, but over the years, people have said, why are you so expensive? And there is, there are a few different, there's a range here. When people ask that question, there's a range. Some people genuinely want to know What is it that's going into this project that makes it worth this dollar amount? I don't mind talking about that. There's experience, there's expertise, there's talent, there's skill, there's equipment. Um, There's scope of project, there's hours that I put in, there's there's pre, there's post, there's day of, there's travel, there's actual doing of. All of that, it's well and good. And some people really do want to have that conversation. Some people genuinely are interested and they want to talk about it. But some people, and when I say some people, I mean most people, most people when they say, why are you so expensive? They they want you to try to explain, not so that they can learn, but so that they can push back against it. So that they can say, oh, well, no, actually this, blah, 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 right? They want you to give them reasons to keep going and keep pushing. I don't need to do that. So for the most part, I have a pretty good, like, measure on who's asking in good faith and who is asking just so that they can push back. And my rule with that is I do not explain. I don't need to explain anything. No is a full sentence, right? Somebody asks for a discount, the answer is no. Somebody wants me to explain my prices, the answer is no. Actually, the answer is usually good work costs good money and I'm really good at what I do, which is a good sub for no, I will not give you a discount. But that to me is a great example of no is a full sentence. There will be people who ask you to explain yourself because they want to push back against your boundaries. You don't have to. You can stick with no, period, end of sentence, full sentence, full stop. That's number one. Uh, Number two, my number two favorite lesson slash piece of advice with the word no is let other people 
say no to you. Too many of us spend time saying no to ourselves. And for what? For what? I have been asking that question more than anything lately. But for what? Why are you saying no to yourself when you could let other people do it for you? I guess this goes back to my theme of rejection earlier this week. No, that theme of rejection to my theme of failure earlier this week. I would rather try than fail than not do the thing to begin with. And it's the same with trying for bigger things, applying to be applying to speaking gigs that you think you probably won't get, applying to be on podcasts that you don't think they'll let you submit for or that you don't think they'll say yes to you for, you know, going for that bigger job or that promotion. You don't need to be the one to say no to yourself. You don't need to be the one that says, oh, that's never going to happen. How do you know? You could get lucky. There could be 10 things that don't happen, but then there could be an 11th thing that does, and it's because you didn't say no to yourself. So for God's sakes, let other people be the one that say no, that say no to you. Don't say no to yourself. Don't stop yourself. Don't put a hold on your own dreams. Let other people do the knowing for you because sometimes that no is going to be a yes and that's the yes that's going to open the door and change everything. I really like that lesson. That really is a positive lesson. Okay, number three. This is my favorite thing. I used to teach this in the mastermind that is no longer going on, but I used to teach this and people used to love this. But one of my, my third favorite, my third favorite lesson with the word no is say yes to say no, okay? So for example, You've got a busy day in front of you and somebody wants to put one more thing on your to-do list. And you don't want one more thing on your to-do list because, pardon you, sir, but there's enough going on here. We get it. I get it. I love to say no by saying yes. Um, and sometimes I, get, uh, sometimes I get it backward, but what I mean is somebody asked to put something on your to-do list you don't have the room for it. Instead of saying, no, I can't do that because maybe that turns into an argument, maybe that turns into a back and forth, I love to say, yeah, I can do that. What is it you want me to take off my list? What is it you want me to deprioritize so that I can prioritize this, right? Of course, whatever you're deprioritizing has to affect that person, but I, I, I just say this as an example. Say no by saying yes is actually really powerful because people hate to hear the word no. Um, they love to hear the word yes, though. And so if you can find a way that it that you would be able to work it out for them uh, by not overloading yourself, but instead subtracting something from somebody else, let that be the way. Say no by saying yes. This is something that, you know, if you've got a boss that like wants to offload things to, onto you all the time and they say, I've got one more thing for you and you say, sure, I can do that. What what would you like me to not do that I've got on this list over here instead? Um, you know, I'll have people uh, ask for photo shoots that, you know, if I'm not in their budget, um, instead of saying, no, I can't do your shoot for XYZ, I'll say, here's what we can do for XYZ. And we'll let the conversation move forward from there. Of course, in that specific situation, there are minimums that you're going to want for your own business. But it is an example of saying no by saying yes. You can say yes to people without compromising on your boundaries. You've just got to find the way to put it out, put it out in front of people to contextualize it for them. 
sure, if you really want me to do this, but you're going to have to give something else up in the meantime. All right. Let's celebrate the word no today. Let's celebrate the things we failed at because they mean that it means that we're doing bigger things. Let's celebrate anything that did not work out because this year we are really believing that uh, rejection is misdirection. I sound like things have been going terrible this week. I've actually had a really fantastic week. I've just done a few things incorrectly with my studio (laughs) and my scripting. So I don't want to sound like a big downer. This has actually been a really good week. And what I mean by all of this is like even in the stuff that sounds so bad, there's a lot of really good, good stuff that we can kind of pull out and hang on to. And that's what I want for you this week, which I still like feel like we are still at the beginning of the year. January has been a slow start, but it's getting there. The energy's picking up. I think we're doing it. Let's make it a great year this year, friends. Let's make it a great January this January. Let's make it a great quarter. Let's make it a great anything. Let's make it a great morning. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for joining me here today on Over the Edge podcast. Come back next week. And of course, like, subscribe, give me five stars. I would love that. Um, Help a girl out because I am new to this podcasting thing and I could really use the support. Thank you guys so much for being here and I'll talk to you next week.